Hey everyone, welcome to Inbound Hours, episode six. Today we'll be talking about personas. Okay, as promised. After hours. <laughs> yeah. First cockle. <laughs> no. Facebook Live. Never yeah. mind. So we're talking personas, guys. We've got yeah. Andrew, we've got Paul, we've got Ricky, we've got Mark, myself, and James with the Facebook Live over there. <laughs> I'm going to pick on Andrew today. So what are personas, Andrew? It's <clears throat> a good question <laughs> for this podcast. Uh, so yeah, personas you may or may not know are the things we use to sort of direct inbound marketing that's sort of very much at the core of everything we do um, especially from a content perspective um, if you know anything about inbound marketing you'll know it's about answering problems solving what we call pain points and these pain points are just tied very very closely to this thing that we call a persona it is a person it's meant to be what you see as sort of your ideal customer um, not necessarily the people you deal with day to day but the people that you want to be dealing with Okay. Um, and and what it actually does is um, centralises your focus from a marketing perspective so that you're just aiming at one to three maybe types of people as opposed to, you know, if you're a business owner you'll know you've got hundreds of different types of customers. You might have one great customer but they're very unique mm-hmm. and even though they're, they're a great customer it's not worth spending all your marketing on their likes and what they struggle with because they're so unique. So what this does is brings it a bit back to the first step and it just goes, right, we've got two or three, let's spend our time and get the most bang for our book in a marketing sort of terms for those people. And, that, and that's why we're making, making. Is this a fictional person then? Does this person have a name? Yeah, it, it can be. Um, I mean, good advice is if you have got a great customer who you want more of, you can base it exactly on this person. So it can be a real person, okay. um, whether or not you use their real name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's up to you. But it's usually semi-fictional, they say. Yeah. Um, semi-fictional representation. Um, you can add in, you sort of, you, you're speaking to your real customers. We'll go on to this later, but when you're actually building your persona, you should be speaking to your customers. So the stuff that's in the persona is from reality. Um, the pain points are from reality. And then... The behaviours as well as reality, isn't it? That, yeah. That's, that's an important bit as well, like getting your head around when I first started with working in Inbound was... Um, like the, the you, you include a day in the life of yeah. the persona so that you know like down to what they've just gone through when they're reading a blog like on the train like that I don't know that they're jealous that their husband's staying at home that day or whatever yeah. then you know what mindset they're in and it mm. helps, mm. helps yeah, definitely. resonate more and that's the difference between a persona and a target audience yeah. like the traditional marketers like who's your target audience and that's based on demographic sort of data and such like whereas a persona takes that and goes deeper doesn't it it goes mm. into the person what's his what's his personal goals and ambitions what's his challenges what's his day look like and yeah. that's that's how we go deeper and produce better content really isn't it well that yeah and that, and, and you need that to, to do inbound because we're not writing about we are writing about the very bottom of the funnel stuff about how a marketer can increase conversion rate for example but we also need to be writing about the stuff way before they even get to conversion rate, just yeah. about struggling to get signed off or becoming a better marketer, improving the CV. You wanting to talk about the things that they deal with in and out of work because that's the stuff that's going to cut through and really speak to people. It's very personal to them. So if we can define at least half of that in a persona, um, you get a real good head start with, with content marketing especially. 
Okay, what does it look like? Is it just a Word document? And what kind of topics and questions need to be in there? Can you just sort of help us out? Talk you through. How we visualise this, yeah. Yeah, um, so Persona contains a few very simple sort of demographic you start okay. with. Um, you probably get a picture. I mean, we've got an example here of one that we... It's an old template. It's an old template, yeah. something we've used in the past, but you've got a picture. It's nice to visualise. This is, again, a persona, something that's not just for me who made the persona to give to the client and we just have it found yeah. away. It's, it's, if anything, it's not really for me. It's all the client, really. It's for the people that are doing the marketing. Okay. So the writers, your salespeople, when you're your designers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're meant to have this by your desk in a folder and yeah. before you write a blog or do an email. Right, let's have a read through and think, what do we want to be saying? So, so you yeah. relate everything back to that. Exactly, yeah. So you'd start off with some demographic information, roles, uh, their goals and challenges. The way we did it, yeah, we just bullet point that at the start. And then you go into Those a bit goals as well, though, they're everything, aren't they? You're not just... Yeah, so again, yeah, all the, the roles could be like dad. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, challenges could be, um, you know, progressing in their career. Yeah. Um, so the, the personal and... Um, specific role things. And that's yeah. one of the most common things I see people miss out is yeah. they'll put what the goals are is like increased visitors or increased leads if you're looking at a marketing manager. Yeah. They won't be thinking this guy wants to get promotion and he wants to... Because that's the real goal, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's Increasing really... traffic. Exactly. It's so when you speak to them as well though in your content, yeah. it's like you get, if you get spoken to as a marketing manager rather than a person who is a marketing yeah, manager, and know which one's going to resonate more. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll just quickly <coughs> run through. So we have the, the overview stuff, a bit of demographic information, so age, um, location, so the city centre people, do they live out in the countryside, um, company size and sort of industries, and, and, and income and things like that. So you sort of place in this person, so their income could dictate what they do outside of work, okay. and then their sort of attitudes to, to work itself. Um, and then, then we just run through things like the challenges, the goals, pain points, which is a big one, which everyone probably talks about yeah. in relation to personas. Um, the day in the life, as Paul's mentioned, um, is a really They're good fun. one. Therefore, <laughs> you, you can get pretty creative with them. And the, the main aim of those is just to know when's this person checking their email, when are they checking social media, what do they do when they get home. You've got people that get home and carry on working, get home and learn. You've got people that get home and completely forget about work. And if you, especially things like e-commerce, you know, you want to, that's where people do switch off yeah. and aren't thinking particularly about what they're doing in the day. So it all, and that all ties into when you send your emails, when you launch things, when you try and to actually speak to these people. Um, yeah, where do they hang about? Are they on Facebook, are they on Twitter? That's it, yeah. What yeah. social platforms do they actually bother being on? And, yeah. and that could be quite hard to find out at first, and it does change constantly. Um, we Are you finding that out How do we find that yeah, out Yeah, like, are you? It's, you've got to just be in those platforms. Use, if you're in Twitter, use, you know, have a scrape around, search hashtags and see, and jump in profiles, see who's actually speaking on these platforms. The best way to start internally is to speak to customers. Yeah. Uh, we try our best to sort of interview best customers for clients and ourselves and ask them directly. Um, that can come, it's, it's sometimes, you know, if you're in, working in-house, you've probably got some sort of relation with the customer service team or the sales team, I'd have to speak to them and find out 
who they've got good relationships and trying to have a joint call with them. If you don't have any access to that, I think you've got to get out there, get on LinkedIn, get on Facebook, get on Twitter, Google Plus, have a look around in your industry, look at some influencers and who are following those people, look at their profiles, what are these who I thought they were, the people that are following and, and watching the stuff and interacting mm. with the content we want to be producing and try and sort of work your way back from the platform. And also surveys as well, mm. if you can't directly speak to people, <coughs> I mean you should try and directly mm. speak to people if you can't, surveys are probably the next best option yeah. of getting new primary data really and find out such as what platforms you on is a nice easy drop down or check this question on a, on a survey as Definitely. well. And asking people you know as well I find useful. Yeah. Like if you're, your persona does X job, yeah. you'll know someone or you'll know someone mm. who knows someone. There's very few personas you can relate to or find an angle. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. I find that most. Mm. It does. Mm. This is interesting. Objections. So this is one of our personas. Yeah. This guy's called Marketing Mike. There's also Marketing Mary. Yeah. And right at the end, we've got objections to Digital Twenty Two. Mm. So that's. You want to talk a little bit more about that? That can work it's, for any business. Yeah, it's, that's a really interesting one. And when you're writing content, particularly bottom of the funnel content, when it comes to objections. Um, that's quite key to know what their hesitations would be from buying from you. Uh, the, what, the place we actually get that type of information from is the sales team. So who are the people selling to this particular persona? What are the friction points, the objections they're getting back from clients? That'd be important then to make sure you ask when you lose a job. Yeah. Feedback and stuff, yeah. isn't it? And that's why it's important not just to survey or speak to customers. It's to speak to prospects and um, people in the industry in general. Mm. Um, but if you're an in-house marketer, speaking to your sales team can get you a hell of a lot of this data and speaking to your customer service team as well can get you a hell of a lot of this data. So yeah. that information's in the company somewhere. You mm. just need to find the right person out. And it's normally the person who's frontline speaking to customers day in, day out that'll, that'll know most of that. Okay, some examples hiding behind the laptop. <laughs> some examples, no guarantee it will work. We've got that. We've got has been burnt in the past by other agents agencies. Yeah, very typical. States lack of budget. Yeah. So this is things what we come up. Yeah, and that's just come from our um, experience. Experience of speaking to people and what their normal hesitations are around starting inbound marketing or working with um, an agency in particular. Yeah, you mentioned Andrew pain points and challenges the knock-on effects on that on the website and the copy can you talk a little bit more about that guys i mean I've, I've got a quick list here of just how we try and use personas in in content um the obvious one is your blog titles and how you write your blogs and your tone of voice uh, which is, is the obvious in, in use for these but we we just take it as far as we possibly can to, to times where you probably think you're going as far as you possibly could with it is um, your social messages. So even when you've wrote, written the, the blog, sharing it, use pain points in the share, um, landing pages obviously and thank you pages in your social ads, your emails, your workflows, web copy, um, just any, any words on your website should bear this in mind, um, pain points specifically. The nice overlap as I know is the GDD website. Mm. There's yeah. It's good to get them in early doors there yeah, as part of the strategy mm. um, yeah. for inbound because so it helps the, the site as well. Yeah. The site becomes inbound. As well, it? Yeah, the strategic side of it is not just the copy you do right, it's the 
copy you decide you know before you've even written anything it's like what do we write and the pain points are usually a lot of blog titles mm-hmm. um, and they can come from sales they can come from business owners or customer service or whoever you're up, you've got objections write a blog about it um, yeah it's sort of endlessly useful really because that's what people want to get rid of so if you can help them do that they'll they'll pay you <laughs> so it's a must have really anything we do the first thing we do is write a persona so it's, it's in that strategy session yeah. kick off with any client you can't really do do much like Andrew's listed a lot of things there that the users personas for I think the list's a lot shorter of things you can do without them really mm. um, so, so it is key and again when we speak to people who's tried to self implement inbound um, or has worked with other agencies and it's failed and we, we say where's your personas at that's always one of the things missing and it's like well I've got 30 of them or I've got none of them oh, yeah exactly I've yeah, yeah. always I found most people can't be asked. yeah really because if you get into inbound the exciting things probably doing the content doing the downloads yeah, and it's like posting the blog I'm doing social yeah. and this is actually it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time as well we, we spend a good 60 days yeah. um, strategy to actually come up with these and some people just really don't totally want to do weird. that just like, I just want to get on Facebook and start talking about my business and yeah. it's sort of the intent's in the right place but I've never seen it work I've never no. seen it actually go well, actually, you know, you didn't need that persona. Mm-hmm. You, you've smashed it. It does. It just doesn't. Um, it goes to strategy in general, really. Yeah. I mean, most businesses just think cost. Cost. In-house marketers are under pressure from the boss just to start getting results. We're under pressure from clients just to start putting stuff out there. Everyone wants to skip strategy, which personas are a big part of. Um, but like I say, that doesn't ever really go right. No. And. For every hour you put into strategy and personas as one of them, you, you get the rewards back out of that in the long run, yeah. there's no doubt about it. It's going to save you time. Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, Paul, day in, day out, you do this. You write personas. And I've seen you do them pretty quick. Not, I know it's 60-day full strategy session, but people listen now and thinking, shit, 60 days. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not 60 days yeah, hours. How, yeah. how long does it take you who does this day in, day out? From when you sit down uh, to make it, well, can take up to somewhere between half a day and two days, but okay. all that data that's in there, yeah. you've been accumulating from the strategy documents, the strategy meeting, your research, keyword research, speaking to your SEO guys, speaking to um, the salespeople, yeah. speaking to your client contact. And then what I like to do is after all that's been formulating for a couple of weeks or up to a month, then you pull it together. That's then right. you go through the exercise again and sharpen it and then you go to the client. I don't know, is that the way you do it? 100%. Definitely, I think it's it's like people who, you know, if you cook for a living, the prep work, the chopping, and then get it all weighed out, and you know, get everything lined up, the actual cooking of the meal takes you 10 minutes, yeah. and then you're done, and it, that's the same with personas. Um, interestingly, we the way we speed up is we've got an awesome template, which yeah. <laughs> uh, actually yeah. download off our website, which yeah. will help you speed this up yeah. uh, no end. Because one of the things when um, I started two years ago, we were yeah. working, it's one of the first things we actually yeah. worked on was um, a good persona template. Yeah. Um, taking that from the idea stage and having it, in, and it's something we've worked on and improved over time. And that's took a lot of work. Um, and I think that's put people off. It's supposed to be able to overlap as well, aren't they, from <coughs> a lot of similar things from being a marketing professional to being, I don't know, a 
construction professional, yeah. there will be similar overlaps. Mm, yeah, definitely. Which you then know where to go and look. You look at the construction version of mm. those yeah. places where the marketing guy was learning. I think for in-house people as well, if you're tasked with coming up with a persona, you know in the back of your mind, it's, you can probably write it all out and in an email or whatever, but you're conscious of how it's going to look. You're going to have to present it to people. You're going to have yeah. to print it out and give it, a, a, you know, produce it around um, the company to people who probably aren't as on board with it as you, don't get it, aren't interested, you've got to win people over. So again, our template will help. <laughs> um, it's a one-page document, yep. it's very well designed and easy, yep. you can um, interactively sort of edit it and print it out, and that's going to, it, it will make it concise for you, so you're not going to be writing reams and reams, yeah. but also you can save it and send it around your company. And that's going to give you a head start and getting people on board. They've got a yeah. printout. Your boss can just quickly have the, the, the done. Use it in a meeting when you're trying to explain what this thing is that you've created. People aren't going to get too bored with it <laughs> immediately. And I think that'll, that'll help a lot. So that, that's a big thing, which yeah. you do a lot of work before, but you just, when you get to that end, you need to, you could write pages and pages once yeah. you've been doing yeah. this for weeks yeah. and weeks. You know yeah. all this stuff. I just want to bang it all down and yeah. like write all this. Like, like they do on a Tuesday is different to a Wednesday, like yeah. you know that. And then you have to like just it, bullet point it. It becomes symbolic, doesn't it? You think yeah. of a pain point or a bullet point of something in their day or an objection, which actually represents yeah. can hundreds of different things because yeah. there's, yeah. there's 50 different leads who match that persona yeah. and they all got their own little angle on that pain point. So it's, it's nice that's being it. able to. I love it when you get that right feeling, and it's yeah, like, yeah, that comes so much that right. That, yeah. Um, so I think if you can speak to the right people within your company, and I think if you're in house, that's a little bit easier as well. Because yeah. obviously, the challenge as an agency is we've got to we've got to have a meeting, and we've got to get stakeholders around the table all together, and we've got to have sales and customer service and the business owner usually, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and getting them around the table is quite hard. Whereas you're in house, you can probably just pop over to Joe and customer mm. service and Ben in sales or whatever and have these little conversations, can't you? When you had your agency, your design agency before in mind, I think, mm. what what was the equivalent of? Because I, I I've only yeah. ever known this. We yeah. call we call them avatars, but back then we didn't have marketing market, just a general overview yeah. of a target market. Mm. Is it not a market again? Yeah. A lot of this is emotion based. Yeah family based or yeah. challenges, so it's so much more in depth. We used to do top level uh, avatars. Yeah. Like, no, like you, you Which is a lot of companies do, yeah. target market stuff. Marketing, stuff marketing manager, it was this, this and this. And demographic, mm. heavy and demo, sort and demographic, of yeah. yeah. Age between this and this, it's, male. It's, it's interesting, I think with personas it goes from, whilst they are called marketing professional, marketing like, the actual content isn't about the role, it's about the person. Yeah. I think that's how it's different, yeah. isn't it? You're sort of trying to get through to somebody outside of work, really, so that you're sort of sticking around. Um, the way it works as well, isn't it? The people it bites with is the people who are looking, who can't resist looking at the work emails, yeah. Yeah. who are reading about work things. And they're the ones that are going to convert yeah, and actually, actually work with exactly, someone yeah. and actually make the move. Interestingly, something I advise people to do who, who try and make these themselves is if you're a one-man band marketer and you're an uphill struggle to sort of sell inbound to your company but you believe in it and you've got all these ideas I would say before you know booking with your sales team or customer service your boss all these people that you're not going to do actually just make your own 
your persona on your assumptions yeah. and take that round and get everyone to disprove what you've put down yeah. and say, is Ooh, that right? Yeah. Is that right? If you show that to your boss, if he goes, that's all wrong, this is what you should do. You've got you're that on board as well, and you've yeah, got yeah. that communication yeah. stream. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say it's an easy step. Download a template, <laughs> um, fill it out with what you think, top of yeah. your head, what you've learned since you've been in your role, do a bit of research, but nothing major, and send it around. And if you get slated, that's awesome. That's you've triggered yeah. people. That's and feedback still, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then you yeah. start a ball rolling, be like, what, what, what is this? What are you doing? People will be surprised as well. People will go, oh, my missus does this. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll show it there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you start that communication going. One thing we never did, we never evolving, we write it. Mm. and that'll be it forever yeah. well, I know we were constantly evolving we find something out about persona we update it on our system yeah. and it's constantly evolving so that's something to uh, like yeah, anything to do with strategy or research extremely hard to nail 100% first time isn't it it's, mm. it's really oh, unlike yeah. habits <laughs> change as well and yeah actual changes <clears throat> rather than you just being slightly off the mark as well so yeah. it is good to review them once a quarter, it depends on your business and your volume and stuff, but once a quarter, and once a quarter, as well. Yeah. I've always found that if you launch something, you're going to get you know, your leads through, and that's great, mm. and you'll get some that are absolutely bang on the money marketers, and you'll get a handful of people that are nothing what you expected, or yeah. there's a load of salespeople, and you're aiming for marketers, and you think, mm. mm, actually, mm. well, they are now. We're talking to loads, and you think you just got to watch what comes Is that in. where the PA came from? Because we had, um, I remember being confused when I first joined about why is the business, why are we not targeting the business owner? We've got a business owner persona there that we don't use. Mm. We were targeting the PA, yeah. which is the business owner going, Andrew, can you just look for yeah. Yeah. some stuff on this? It was interesting. So that's so typical, isn't it? Personally, yeah. What we, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that one in particular, we found <clears> that, yes, the business owner or the sort of projects manager was the ideal person, but the earlier stuff that we were creating and the sort of idea-y stuff was never on their to-do list. It was, yeah. they always um, delegated that. Mm. So we then aimed and did a persona on the PA or the receptionist who was tasked with actually finding yeah. that information out and, yeah. and spoke to them on a level of, we know you need this information for your boss. Yeah. So here he is quickly. Yeah. Like, here's this full thing, but we're gonna help you. This is, we know you need to know sure. price. Yeah. The size and the timeline. Yeah. That's all they care about. You know, they figured yeah. it out, and then that that worked really well because people thought, how, yeah. how they figured that out? And that that actually came internally from the client who said, "Yeah, when, when we're on the phone, it's always mid thirties women, PAs, um, having to sort of figure this out and get some quotes or get some ideas together." That's weird when you go down to that level, isn't it? Like yeah. Of, um, not just it's like stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit it's weird. Risky one. It's yeah, weird yeah, doing it, but definitely. then then you look at the leads and stuff, and it's like, yeah. well, actually, they are coming out. <laughs> and we found actually that we started writing stuff for PAs, and the traffic goes up. Sometimes the people downloaded it ended up being the business owner, mm. but then you track it, and you find that they're from the same company. Mm. That person that was viewing everything, they ended up sending links across. Yeah. So the actual conversion comes from the ideal person, yeah. but you just, the net has been made for the, the early stage researcher. You you touched on something earlier, how many, I know we've had a client mentioning no names, um, he wanted something like 17 personas doing, which is a lot of work. And once, once we actually did the research, it was only five. How, how many for a typical business? 
I think it's. I, I personally don't think there's an actual limit. I think it's more a case of where you start. So like we we had a client who started on inbound wanted to start with thirty, and you're thinking right, we've got to do an, an awareness piece <laughs> piece of content, a decision piece piece of content consideration, then we've got a blog all around this for each persona. Like fine, we can do that, but you need to be blogging seven times a day, yeah. which I is agree. unrealistic. And it's yeah, it's to start with it almost. You've really got to kind it down. of makes it irrelevant to actually yeah, bother. It does. You you don't get at the penetration in any persona well enough to do that job really well. Yeah. So I think you've got to marry it against your resources. <coughs> there will why, be, why is that? What's that? Sorry? Why why don't you get that depth? It, yeah. So if you've got to tar- if you've got to target and write to thirty people, the amount of content you're producing mm-hmm. is still the same. Then you, you're going to be releasing one blog related to that persona every sixty days mm-hmm. or something, rather than releasing something to them once, twice a week. Is you won't get the traction as quickly. You've also only got one social platform per yeah. platform, which is just going to either be hundred messages an hour and no one can pick up and there's a very slim chance they're going to see something related to the yeah, so well they see 29 to them so they switch off yeah, yeah. your blog roundups are crazy <clears throat> your contents you're going to only appeal and then your segmentation when you're building a database your persona segments you're going to have two in that one in that one in that rather than 50 yeah. in that to start you know so, so why don't we do just one 99% of businesses I don't that we deal with I don't think need more than three. Four. three I'd say three. Yeah. Two works just fine. If they're being honest with themselves as well, I think. I think that I think the when we speak to marketers, actually, much more aware of this. But when you speak direct to business owners and you say, "Who can buy your product?" and they'll say anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe, but. Not very yeah. likely, or not in a lot of volume. <laughs> if you just spoke really well to this one person, you'd sell a lot more. Business, stuff. I think it scares business owners to switch people because off. Because you're saying don't sell to everyone yeah. in their heads, but yeah. we're not saying that. We're saying sell better. There's, there's enough. There's, there's enough marketers out there to yeah. sustain your business forever. Yeah, yeah. There really is. But people are scared, and then traditionally, they, you, you just try to appeal to everyone and hope whoever comes in, then that's who we'll sell to. Whereas now we're saying like you do have to ignore those people because yeah. they're just not efficient. If you, if you try and speak to everyone, you speak to no one. Yeah, and I think that's so true. Your conversion rate will be very low. If you speak to a specific audience, a specific one's great, but if it's two or three, you can probably just about do it. And how can you refine as well? If yeah. you're doing something well, you know, you're not going to know why you're spreading it so wide. So you're never going to get that date, that level of data. I like having three <coughs> per client. I think it's about like, right, isn't it? You've got some very few things that apply to all three. Yeah. You've got some that are very, very niche to one, but most are two. And it's sometimes those two, sometimes yeah. those two, and sometimes those two. Yeah. I think you always so end up in a tiered system as yeah. well. Whenever we've had three personas, how we sort of get a client to three is say, let's have three, but what's your top one? Yeah. What's your second one? What's your third? And we'll, we'll sort of direct our stuff towards those mainly and sort of work back from there. I think the myth of doing it as well is if you look at web, target one persona, for example, and we're going to write for this persona, the web copy is going to speak specifically to this persona. And I think people are scared that no one except that persona will get in touch. Mm-hmm. And that never ever works out. You no. still will get, if someone really wants your product and they read it and say, this product's for chefs but I'm not quite a chef yeah. I'm something slightly different but I still want that they'll still buy it it's all about like, yeah, being still confident as well yeah. if you say we're creating the best ever software for marketers yeah. ever and I'm a business owner that's got a team of marketers yeah. I'm like oh, I want that for my marketers yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it attracts me because you're shouting about you being a yeah. specialist at 
for your persona. It attracts the people on the fringes it as does, well. It's like why I don't know why do we, why do we wear Gore-Tex coats to walk to work? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's designed to go for night. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're always going to get those people who just want it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a myth about tuning people out. But I can see why a business owner would be scared mm. of, of doing it. Mm. Where do you draw the line? You could go on and on and on. I mean, this this is a three-page. Now we put it in a one-page template, which yeah. we're going to put in the notes. Yeah. Can we also put in the notes a template filled in so the guys can see? Yeah, what sure. We actually Probably just put well. one of ours on there. Yeah, put one of ours on yeah. there. So where do you draw the line? One page. <laughs> what, what, what I've actually got to the point of doing is sometimes um, I've actually have two documents. So you have the one page of. Uh, sharing round and that's the reference guide if you do have a lot of data there's there's no point in binning it or just hiding it you might as well get it down in a, in a usable format for somebody that maybe it is just for you or us as mark and the agency to have a more in-depth because we'll, yeah. we've got more sort of like need to read this stuff but sometimes i start and yeah this one is three pages with a lot more descriptive stuff in then i'll create the one pager give that to the client or your boss, someone who doesn't want to be reading reams and reams, but then you keep this stuff, because it is valuable to you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a marketer that spent ages putting this together, it is going to help you. So I'd, not really an answer there. I would always go for the one pager okay. for, for distribution. Yeah. I think but it needs to be memorable as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like I know Andrew said earlier, it's something that you should have there on your phone, but the reality is you're too busy for that. Yeah. It's something that you look at during a campaign, planning the campaign yeah. in the middle and when you're reviewing the data at the end and then you review the persona itself every quarter or six months. But you just, if you speak to our writers, they know the persona pain points, you just yeah. know them in your head. That's why the one page might have got a Okay, well we've got a couple of minutes left. Key takeaways are anywhere from one to three personas. Yep, we've got that. What else have we got? One page, yeah. Look at emotions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not just the, For the professional content. side, the content. And this all leads to tone of voice, buyer's journeys. Ties yeah. into everything you're going to do. everything yeah. you're going to do. Anything else we missed there? Speak, to, speak to everyone in your company. Yep. If you're finding that difficult, yep. just get something down on your one-page template and pass it around yep. and get them to discredit it because yep. that will give you good feedback and you can make it better. And push them as well. How many times have you seen it where you say, who, who's, like, you know, who, who do you speak to? Who's your, and it's, it's X. Yeah. And then you ask a few questions. You're like, actually, it's not them, is it? It's, it tends, they tend to be these kind yeah. of people. I think treat it like any market research, you've got, to, you've got to get the closest people around you first, which for us is normally get the information from the client, base it, base it on that, then you want to go online and do third party research, find what you can find online from stats websites, there's a lot of good persona websites out there that help mm -hmm. you get a bit of research, and then thirdly if you can actually interview the person mm -hmm. and speak to them, that, that's primary research, and you've got, to, you've got to get the best data from that, so treat it like any market research, really go through those phases. And that's going to get you your best personas. Just a quick one. If you do yeah. interview anybody, uh, record it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't try and make notes. I've tried it in the past. Yeah. Write yourself yeah. down and you come back and think, crap, that's rubbish. Yeah. That's yeah. Get, get your phone out, stick yeah. it on record, Definitely. upload it, share it, and you can. Great tip. Yeah, no, I like that. Thank you. Thank you, gents. Well, that wasn't too hard. I don't want to yeah. stress for that. I think yeah. we did okay. Yeah. I'd like to know what you think. Yes, as always. always. Yeah. As always. So that's it for this week. Thank you. Please share. Please uh, give us any feedback. Yeah. It's always helpful. And let us know what you want to talk yeah. about next. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for the share. Thank, well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Facebook guys. <laughs>